everyone. Welcome back again to another episode of the 100 Series Everyday Awesome Podcast, where we are talking to people who are doing amazing things and have a nice little conversation so that you guys at home can take away a few things to become a little bit more awesome yourselves. And today, I am super excited to have an awesome guest. Her name is Justine. She is the owner of Quazo Designs, amazing clothing line. Justine, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well, you know, all, the, all things considered. Um, before we get into everything, I wanted to give everyone a little bit of an idea as to who you are. So if you could, please, just go ahead and just tell everybody, who is Justine? Oh, <laughs> Justine. Um, I was going to actually start in third person because you were setting out in third person. But um, well, my name is Justine Sibomana. Um, it, this is a, an Af my last name is uh, originated from um, Central Eastern Africa. Um, that's where I'm from. Um, I own a clothing line that's called Quasar Designs that I founded about three, four years ago. Um, and I am a student at Grand Canyon University measuring in business um, and business management. Very cool. Very cool. So let's get on the topic of clothing, fashion. What got you into into want to be involved in in fashion like this? Oh, but if, believe it or not, I used to. It's actually a funny story, and every time I tell it, everybody's just laughing. Um, but ever since when I was a kid, um, so in my culture, in my um, culture, we wear like the one I'm wearing on my um, head wrap, like the cloth I'm wearing on my head wrap, it's called Ankara. Some people call it Kente or, um, or just wax. So my mom, like African moms typically have bags full of these because they wrap, they wrap them when they're wearing, it's basically a cloth that you just wrap around you and that's how they weren't. So ever since when I was a kid, I, I was just always fascinated with the colors and fascinated with what I can do to fit that into my day-to-day um, -day life. Like what can I do to, cause the colors are just absolutely beautiful. And I've always just wanted to figure out a way to incorporated this into something that I can wear at work, into something that I can walk around with freely versus a rapper. Um, so I've always been fascinated. I've always, uh, I was always that kid that got in trouble for <laughs> ripping her mom's rap, <laughs> stealing them and cutting them up and basically just making stuff that didn't make any sense ever since when I was a kid. But it was not until um, I got into, I was in Raleigh, North Carolina, um, I took a sewing class um, there. They offered sewing and cooking classes um, at that high school. Um, and I took the sewing class and I um, obtained my sewing skills there. The creativity was already, I was already with it. And the sewing just added to what I already envisioned on what I wanted to do. And it just, I just went with it since ever, ever since then. Very cool, very cool. So from there to actually starting your own business how did how did that transition happen oh yeah it was it was so after high school i obtained the sewing skills obtained the sewing skills and then as i went i would make like i would hand my mom's you know cloth the ones 
fashionable wraparound herself. And she, I kept getting better and she really loved it. So she started, you know, moms, she started telling her neighbors, oh, my daughter can do this. Do you guys want her to hem it to hem your fabric? So, you know, just so I can get more practice. And I started getting more practices that way. And then I moved on to skirts and then I moved on to dresses. And I eventually got really comfortable to where I was making like people's prom dresses. Cause nowadays people like are, looking back to their roots and they're representing their roots like um when it comes to like proms and weddings so i was making those dresses um wedding dresses uh bridesmaid dresses um and then i got to a point where i thought hey just maybe i can make this a, a legit business so I looked into how to register business taxes got myself educated and then I opened um a clothing brand nice and you said that was how many years ago now that was um I started in high school so we're talking about 2000 maybe 10 uh, but I did not create Quasal until after college, which was approximately 2015-ish. Okay. Um, and then I registered, I believe, in 2008. I can't remember, 2018 or 17. Um, and now it's an official business. Nice. And what's that been like now that you are official? Because I've seen, I've seen your clothing. There's, it's so amazing. I love the colors. I love the style. And I think, especially in the Quasal Cities, we haven't had anything like that before. So I really love being able to see like clothing that resembles the, the African culture. Oh my goodness. It was so amazing. Like the Quad Cities, I'll say I was basically birthed in the Quad Cities. That's where my brand base grew. Cause I had my first fashion show at the, uh, it was at Augustana College. That's where I hosted my very first fashion show. Um, and surprisingly, the community absolutely supported me beyond anything that I could ever possibly imagine. Because I was that kid that nobody, you know what I mean? Like nobody knew me. I was, I was just doing something that I love to do. And then I thought, okay, I'm going to have a fashion show. And people in the quiet cities were like, okay. We're going to help you get there. You have people like Tammy Reed, um, Taranga, people that just did any and everything they can to help me get there. And the fashion show was a beautiful success. We got sold out and we even have people come in and just to stand in the back because we ran out of chairs. Um, it was absolutely amazing. It was amazing. Very cool. And what would you say is probably like the coolest experience that you've had since starting at Quazo? I've had amazing, I've had a lot of moments that I would say are, are amazing, but the, my favorite one was the California. I was a part of the fundraising. I was the designer who um, fundraised for the California Military Institute. Uh, it was a fundraiser that they held it was the first one um that fundraised money for students to actually take a trip like a field trip you know how you typically take a field trip in in school uh, but these kids were actually taking a field trip back to africa or some oh, just wow. for the first time um going to africa because they were american students so they were going to visit um, africa so this fundraiser basically was to help fund the trip so it was absolutely amazing it was something so big that was bigger than myself that i've ever been a part of 
Cool. And what do you think is probably like the, you know, if you had to pick like an article of clothing that really like that, that people just love and are just attracted to, do you have any like, sorry, any specific articles uh, that you know, people always want or they're, or they're always like, Hey, Justine, do you have, you know, this in stock or anything like that? Oh my, it's, I do not, I do have pencils. I always have pencil skirts or, uh, pleated skirts in, in stock, uh, but everything is made, it, I customize. So everything that I create is customized, basically. So I okay. don't have anything, say, in, in stock that's always in stock available. I customize most oh, okay. of my outfits. Okay, so if you need, so if I need something, I just hit you up and be like, hey, th these are my, my sizes, my measurements. And then you just take that and then you'll just go ahead and just get the work. Yes. So basically like how the process will go, you will tell me, Hey, I'm looking for this, but some people don't even know what they're looking for. They just need an African outfit. And then I get into what is your style? What do you want? What is your budget? What are you looking for? Because the African material can go from maybe just $30, just the material to maybe $300. So what are you looking for? So I customize, but my outfits are tailored to fit your personality and your budget. Nice. And especially here in the Quad Cities where we have, you know, the black community and what has been like the responses that you've gotten from the black community, knowing that you're able to provide, you know, clothing, the um, you know, Af African style clothing to people here in our, our area. Uh, the black community in the Quad Cities has been nothing, but I'm going to call it a blessing um, because I don't think there's another word for it. Um, they have been support supporting my business, my fashion shows, uh, models. Oh, my God. I'm not even going to get into that. The models have been nothing but a blessing to work with. Um, and even other people who hold events, um, they still invite me over to either host a mini fashion show like the NABE, um, the Not Another um, Bridal Expo uh, that um, I think you had, you just recently had him. Obak. Yes. Obak. <laughs> I can never say his name right. He's going to see this and say, I knew she was not going to pronounce that right. So um, that... Um, that I was a part of that as well. So it's it's amazing that people are still trying to impact my brand in one way or another. They try to incorporate my brand in any way they can in what they do. And I'm just absolutely humbly grateful for the support. Yeah. And obviously with uh this year we're we're still dealing with the COVID nineteen uh, pandemic mm -hmm. situation. Was that, did that affect your businesses all in any way? Oh, yes, it did. It really did. I had the gala coming up. I had a huge gala that was supposed to take place at the River Center in Davenport. Um, it just makes me sad now talking about it. Um, it was, we were supposed to see 300 people. Um, and that's when my 2020 collection was going to hit. That was the, the premiere of it. Um, we had maybe, I had three other designers that were going to be a part of it. And we had an amazing nonprofit organization that was uh, partnering with me to get this event done. Um, and it's just, 
we had to cancel everything because it was in April and we had to cancel because <laughs> it was right at the beginning of the pandemic. So we had to cancel that and we had to refund um, everyone. So we got hit pretty bad because we had invested a lot of money, a lot of time. Um, and I know that we had uh, local restaurants that were gonna vend food. Um, so I know they lost big business with that event as well. Um, yeah, we took a major hit with that one. And um, in, the, in that, that time frame, were you able to find other ways of getting your business out there or doing your business? Obviously with social distancing, uh, in mm -hmm. effect, were you able to come up with any different types of ways to still get your name out there? Not really. I was not, sadly, I was not able to, because it's really hard. It was really hard to move everything online because, and then with like social, because I'm measuring people. I'm like, I have to, I have that interaction. If I'm sewing or if I'm measuring you or if I'm making something, I have to be, I'm interacting with people. Like I'm interacting with people. And when the um, the shutdown started, I basically just shut down as well because the stores that my supplies would have been um, available at were closed as well. So it was really hard and ordering things were taking a long time to get here. And it was just not, it did not work out well for me. <laughs> I was not prepared for it. Um, and even because typically how I advertise, um, sometimes I could advertise, I could create videos of me making something, you know, just to show people like the beginning to the end, like this is how I created this. And then I advertise that way. Even that I couldn't do because I did not have supplies. So it was, um, it was a quite, it was really challenging. This has been a very challenging time for a quasi, but um, I'm reopening now. So I'm hoping I can make up for the lost time. And has the reopen started or is that something that you're almost to? I just started last week. Okay, and how's that? And how's it been? Obviously it's only been a week. Uh, so you didn't have that much um, feedback yet, but how, how has it been? It's, it's slowly going great. Um, catching up on orders that I had prior because there were people that had orders prior to the shutdown. So I'm finishing those up and then I have new orders. So I'm up, I'm booked for at least the next three months, which is good. Um, but I'm picking up with pace. So hopefully I can keep it up. So obviously starting a business, you know, it's, it's a big undertaking. What are some different things that you think that up and coming business owners need to be aware of if they're looking to start up a business? Get it registered for sure. That's one thing. If you want to be taken serious, you know, you know, get your, get yourself registered. Um, uh, whether you want to make it an LLC or you just want to, you know, however you want to, make it a legit business and create, um, before you even start, maybe create a way for you to stay constant, have a steady income. So I know that with me, I had my eight to five job um, and I also had a business. Because I had just started off, I was not making enough profit to where I can just comfortably say, okay, I'm gonna quit my job and 
jump right into this. Um, so I had to find uh, another source of income to support my business while it evolved. And that was hard. Um, but without hard work, some things don't come easily. So you have to know that within the first months of you opening a business, it will take time for you, you know, depending on what it is that you're getting into, it might take time for you to start making profits. So the best thing to do is to have a backup plan on where you are getting um, money from or funds from. Um, could be another side hustle or it could be, you know, your eight to five job, but always have plan B for sure. And also pay a business register um, and uh, make sure you have somebody who's an accountant who can get into all the tax taxing and everything and, you know, and everything in between, get the little details. And if you don't, if you don't want to deal with it, always have or hire an accountant to deal with the details if you don't want to get into that, but always cover yourself up pretty good. Very, very good advice. Thank you for that. <laughs> You're welcome. So what's next? So what's the, what does the future hold for Quazo Designs? Uh, Quazo Designs, I'm, I'm aiming into going national. So I'm hoping to have multiple section or sectors or maybe have people, I'm going to say POCs, point of contacts for Quazo in different states. So I'm hosting fashion shows in multiple states. That's my goal. I do have some someone in Georgia, Lauren, one of my good friends. She's uh, going to start one down there, so I can go and host fashion shows every year as well. Um, and I'm also planning on helping other people who want to start an African clothing line that I can produce, maybe like produce outfits for other stores um, that want to sell African outfits or produce out like um, a collection of a designer. Because I know some designers know how to sew and some designers don't know how to sew. So I'm hoping to maybe be the supplier, the person in the middle supplying, since I can do both. And I'm also, you know, planning on keeping my Quazo collection and releasing a collection every year. Nice. Very cool. Very cool stuff. Now, we're going to go ahead and we're going to switch things up a little bit. We're going to go into a, a different segment of the podcast called The Crow's Nest. That's where I have a list of a few questions right here in this book and I'm going to have you pick a number between one and 10 and I will ask you uh, three questions and we'll just go from there. Sound good? It sounds good. All right. So go ahead and uh, go ahead and pick the first number. I'm going to go with seven. All right. Number seven. What food is your guilty pleasure? <laughs> Lasagna. Lasagna? Sadly, yes. I want to say ice cream, but lasagna, that's my go-to. I would eat lasagna for breakfast, lunch, lasagna. Nice. Good stuff. All right, next number. Five. Number five. Would you rather live on a beach or in the mountains? I'm African, so I'm going to go with the beach. All right. Good. Cool. <laughs> and the last last number. Uh, One. Number one. If you could sit down and talk to anyone from the last 100 years, who would it be? I'm going to say Mandela. Okay. Any, any particular reason why? 
I, I don't know. I've always, um, me being African, I've always seen him as the father, the evolutionist. And I just, I would love to have a conversation with him. I feel like I will learn so much from him, from wisdom to, I, I don't know. I just feel like I would love okay. to have a conversation with him. All right. Good stuff. All right. Well, that is it. That's the crow's nest. Good stuff. So before we uh, go ahead and wrap things up, go ahead and uh, do you have anything else that you would like to get out there about what you're doing, Quasla Designs, that you think people should know? For sure. I will go ahead and uh, through Facebook. Okay. Um, is there anything specific that you have coming up that, that you want to share with people? I don't believe. I have anything coming up. I'm catching up with the orders that I had before the shutdown and the ones that I have now. So I'm going to be busy, but I'm planning on, um, um, we're trying to find a good date for the gala, the gala 2020 that we were having this year. I'm planning on moving it back a year, like next year to tw maybe April, May, around there. Um, so we don't have a specific date yet, so. I don't have anything fancy yet that I okay. have going. And how can people find you online if they want to look you up? Um, my website uh, just took it down to add more products on it right now or more styles on it right now. Um, it's quazo.com. Um, and I have Instagram. Um, it's same thing, quazo designs or just quazo. You should be able to find me. It's a pretty unique name. So, um, it's easier to find um, and my logo in gold and black. It's, it's going to be very noticeable. And then also on Facebook, it's Quasar Designs. Um, I don't have Twitter yet. I need to get on that. Okay. Well, yeah. All right. Well, Justine, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast and sharing about your business and everything that you're doing. I think it's awesome. And I wish you all the best. Thank you so much for having me. I, been seeing a lot of your inspiration things going on with um keeping it 100 and i think i'm gonna need myself a share but okay. yeah i I'm, i i love what you're doing i absolutely i the stories that i'm reading are absolutely amazing what i'm hearing is absolutely amazing and i hope you keep up and i'm glad that you took the time to have me on it's it's an absolute pleasure i am humble by you know you wanting to have me on this thank you so much thank you and everybody at home thank you for checking out another episode of the 100 series everyday awesome podcast stay subscribed stay followed so you know exactly when the next episode is gonna drop thank you all fly high and i will see you soon <laughs>